0: Show. Show. To the auto show on 97.3 city FM motoring education for trouble free motoring experience. I'm your host, Eddie Poku. The auto show is brought to you by Total. Total Quartz 9000 future. Join the Total Quartz Nation movement today. You are welcome. Today, we have an open house garage. The open house garage is a special. Um, edition of the Auto Show uh, where we take your questions and give you solutions to your motoring issues. Send your questions ahead by our WhatsApp line 054 998 6996 or you can email them to us at total.autoshow at gmail.com. You can come along with me Because we got a lot of hey, 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 Charlie, check this You don't feel out. <laughs> The sound of this engine Music to my
1: ears I love you <laughs>
0: But you check your engine oil ah, I wish they tell you I'd check I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils With its age-resistant technology It keeps your engine younger for longer! Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, self. I remember, Quartz 9000 Future Zero W20, right? Thank you! It's made mainly for the latest generation engines, oh. Quartz Future Zero W20, it ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness, while reducing your fuel consumption, so it save money. Yeah. Quartz Nation Movement, oh, Mr. Omani, Rogozo, and Bobo Nyele, all 10 Quartz ambassadors now. You dead there! Massa, straight to the nearest total filling station. Uh-huh. Total quads, keep your engine younger for longer. Can you touch this? Because
1: we got a lot of things to
0: do. Welcome back. The open house garage is on. Send your questions via WhatsApp 054998-6996. Or you can email us total.autoshow at gmail.com. What is the open house garage? The open house garage. It's a special edition of our show where we take your questions. We're not going to do a lot of talking, but we are going to give you answers. So um, just send in your questions. You can also call us um, on our phone line 0302230075 or 0302224959. WhatsApp 0549986996 and uh, we'll give you solutions to your motoring-related issues. Um, We put up our artwork on our social media um, platforms, and um, we already have a few um, questions, Um, so we'll just um, go into them. And um, again, we are here for you. Send in your questions, and we will give you answers. All right, our first um, question is from Joe. Joe sent in this from Tema. He says, "I drive a 2010 Hyundai Elantra. About a week now, I have noticed some heavy jetting when I'm driving. Whenever the vehicle jets starts, the acceleration feels, and then the RPM will rise higher beyond the four digits. Sometimes, to the gear selection feels, and then I'm unable to move forward or reverse unless." I switch off the engine and restart. Please, what could be the problem? Could it be a faulty gearbox, perhaps clogged injectors or fuel pump? Please help. Okay, Joe. um, Okay, so Joe, um, your problem with your Hyundai um, Elantra 2010. Um, You did not state if your check engine light is illuminated. listeners a check engine light is um, the light that looks like a car engine that shows up on your dashboard on some models you will see the inscription check engine is um, written beside it or in it Um, so when that one comes on that is a check engine light so um, Joe you did not state if um, your check engine light was or is illuminated Um, but um, for a 2010 Hyundai Elantra, you need to get um, a technician who has a diagnostic scanner, a computer diagnostic scanner, and um, that will read whatever the issue is with your engine and pinpoint what the problem is. The truth is that there are so many things that can cause your car to jet. You have already stated some of those things. Your clogged injectors, a more functional weak fuel pump. Um, a gearbox that is uh, failing, maybe clutches, all those things can cause your car to jet at a certain IPM. When your engine is weak also, it can cause these problems. If the accessory belts, the the belt that drives your air condition and all those things are also not very well um, set or or, um, aligned, it can also cause the car to jet. So um, there are so many things that you have to look at. So um, I suggest you take your car to a very good technician um, who has a computer diagnostic scanner and can interpret whatever the, the scanner is going to say, because sometimes you take um, your car to um, these scanning shops and they will scan and they will just give you the co- error the code and they don't really know what it means or they cannot interpret it fully so um, yes do that sometimes also what the scanner is telling you is just part of what the issue on your car is you need someone who is very experienced who can look at what the error is and can look at the symptoms on your car and can tell you exactly what is wrong and help you solve your issue Alright, thank you, Joe. I hope this helps.
1: And since he took your of keys, you've been Alright. No, we, no,
0: he um, w- we have um Kay. K sent this in from Shashi. He sent it by um, our email and he says, Please i will want to find out whether the engine sign on the dashboard is not a major problem the car functions all right but the sign has been on for some time now okay k we have your answer right here um the check engine light illuminates whenever the, there's a powertrain related issue when i say powertrain i mean anything that's got to relate with how the car generates its power to move um to move the wheel so uh if the check engine light comes on it means that you have an issue usually um the check engine light works with sensors that connect to so many different components on your engine and if it senses that any of them is more function- functioning or they are operating out of the um the set range they will illuminate sometimes they just blink whilst there is an issue and when the issue resolves itself it goes away if it is on permanently it means that whatever issue that there is with your car is persistent and it needs to be fixed before it to go off sometimes when the check engine light comes on your car will run all right for you it will run all right but if you are very observant you realize that there are some issues because what happens is that when the light comes on the computer that runs the car will set it in a mode that will allow you to drive it to a mechanic. But if you keep driving it whilst the light is on, it will function all right. But then the issue is not resolved. Most probably it's in a loop, it's in a a, a loop and it is going to make your car fuel consumption um, go high. You might not be getting the performance you need to get. but Because you are not very observant, you are not um, noticing it. Sometimes it can cause overheating issues. So once the check engine light comes on, you really need to take your car to a very good qualified technician as soon as practicable. Um, Let him scan the codes on your car and um, give you a solution. Yeah like i said earlier sometimes some of these um some of these uh, there, are, there are so many um, shops springing up all around and what happens is that they have these scanners and they just think that the scanner will just do every work for you if you are not a very good qualified technician you cannot interpret the error codes very well and you cannot give good solutions to customers cars. so please be very careful who you send your car to who you give your car to 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 fix all right we have um a message that just came in it says hello auto show sir please I just bought a secondhand Dodge Journey 2010 from Canada diagnostic and servicing which comes I want to know which I am to do first to get a good ride thank you this is Ampo in uh, Adenta all right so um if you buy a car um, the general rule is that um, you have to do your servicing. Um, you don't know how the previous owner was taking care of the car. So first, you have to make sure all the fluids are replaced. You have to make sure um, all the, um, the accessory belts, belts the V-belts, you have to make sure they are all. you change all of them. Everything that needs to be changed periodically on your car, you need to change them your brake bands you need to change you need to flash out your brake system you need to also flash out your um your radiator or your cooling system fill it with a good um coolant um total ghana has all the things you need good quality um brake fluids engine oils um coolant specially formulated for hot temperatures like what we have in ghana so um Um, this is um, the solution to your issue. Once these are done, I believe that um, you're going to have a very good time with your car. Also, make sure that you don't have any um, maintenance lights and check engine lights on. If these are on, it means that you need somebody to scan your car and interpret the codes well for you to solve any issue that comes with it. Um, You can also um, look under your the wheel wells where the tires are under and, and your, and your car and see if there are any leakages on the shock absorbers if you can see any oil like um, liquid along the shock absorbers it means that the shock absorbers are worn and they are leaking and they need to be replaced um, as indicated on this show some time um, some months ago we had a session where we spoke about the, the tires the tires have a shelf life after which they're not really good so uh, make sure you take your car to a tire shop let them check the tires if the tread on the tires are worn um, just get yourself a good new set of tires and i'm sure you'll enjoy your dodge journey all the best and um, we have another um, another question it's nice uh, lots of questions coming in today that's good um, it says hello auto show team when i was using my car as a private car I was using the 5w 30 but now i use it for uber and i'm being advised to use 5w 40 or the 5000 or change it more frequently i'm confused please help this is, um, isaac from Kwashiman. um isaac i don't know why um this person gave you this advice but um I, I don't think that between 5W30 and 5W40, there is so much of a difference. Probably the person is thinking that since you are using it for Uber, you are putting so many miles on it um, weekly, so you need to change your oil um, change intervals. I think once you are changing, your your, your oil change intervals are much more frequent. You, sh- you should be all right. Just stick to the correct Um, specified oil for your engine but just change it much more frequent and i think you should you should be okay okay there's another one it says um, i drive a 2005 honda civic hybrid the battery light sometimes comes on but my battery is almost new sometimes when i hit the highway the car will will not start if i stop on the way this is from cousin jones in tema um, hybrid, hybrid. Um, I don't know which battery light you are referring to. Is it the hybrid battery or the um, it has an accessory battery which is uh, the normal 12 volt battery that runs the engine and some of the um, ancillaries on your car. Um, I can't tell um, exactly which light, uh, um, which of these batteries your um. But you have to note that for a hybrid car, when we say a car is hybrid, it means that it has two powertrains. One, it has an electric powertrain and it has a normal uh what we call internal combustion engine, the engine that uses battery. So it has an engine that uses battery. Um sorry, it has an engine that uses petrol and it also has an engine that uses electric energy or power that is stored. battery so has an electric motor hidden somewhere in between the engine and the gearbox and it moves the car sometimes on those uh, motors sometimes to use a combination of the engine and the motors so you have a battery that runs that battery uh, that runs that motor sorry so um i am thinking that the new battery you are you are referring to the 12 volts Um, car battery that runs the the engine um so i don't know which of them your your the light is um, referring to so probably you have to consult your um your manual if you if you didn't get the manual with the car um just go online and google it i'm sure you'll get a user's manual that will tell you what exactly that particular battery light um is referring to whether it's referring to the hybrid battery or the Accessory battery, battery the 12 volts accessory battery. Yeah, I hope it helps. Yeah, we have um, bright, bright lots from who he says. I drive a Nissan Infinity G20T, quite some powerful car, and it's producing a very dark smoke. Please, I would like to know what could be the problem and what I should do if it is dark smoke. Um, a G20T I believe it's a petrol car not a diesel so if it is smoking dark smoke then it means it is burning oil um if it is burning oil most probably you have um compression inji- uh, compression in- issues on your engine and you need to s- make sure you send your car to um a qualified technician they will diagnose um your car and um and probably do some servicing on your engine. Dark smoke. Yes. Oil. It can also be that your um, fuel system is also um, fouling. And uh, I believe that one can also give a, a dark smoke. A dark smoke. The thing is that the dark smoke, there are different colors. There is bluish and there is blackish. So I don't know which one you are referring to. All right. I hope that one helps. Okay let's go to uh, other questions from um, from the emails Um, okay there's another one we got from our email it says my name is pelina from adabraka pelina pelina says um, i use a toyota matrix sports a toyota a toyota matrix sports my car does not run like it used to it sort of drags its feet you know what i mean I have changed the plugs, fuel pumps, gearbox, oil, bought fuel cleaner, etc. But still. Okay, Perlina, um, this is your solution. Um, there are countless number of things that can uh, contribute to the loss of power um, for your metric Twitter matrix sports. A proper diagnostic scan will be the beginning of your solution. I, I, I you didn't state whether your check engine light is on. I mean for Uh, modern cars the check engine light speaks a lot so anytime you're having issues that is your first point of call apart from the temperature gauge oil gauge and uh, those other gauges um, the check engine light speaks a lot so um, let us know if it's on when you send in your um, questions Um, so uh, at this point you should definitely have uh, your, your it is likely I mean from what you are telling me it's very likely, your check engine light is illuminated. The only problem we have is that sometimes some mechanics who do not understand our modern cars, um, when these lights come on and they don't know how to uh, make them go away, they tend to disconnect the lights and do all manner of things. So um, <coughs> sometimes it's possible for the light to be on, but you will not see it illuminated on your dashboard. Um, then. Um, so get a car diagnosed, a, a diagnostic scan done for your car. If not, there is something wrong with your onboard diagnostic system. There can be something wrong with your diagnostics itself. Some people just, just disconnect some wires because they don't want those lights to show on your dashboard. And um, if everything is well with your engine... Then it is also possible that your brakes are binding. When I say brakes are binding, it means that the brake pads are sticking to the brake disc or dragging along the brake disc. So when that happens, it's as if you are running and somebody is pulling you backwards. Okay, so it will make the car sluggish. So, um, Pelina, um look into these things and I hope um, you fix your car and enjoy. it. Bye bye. Total Petroleum is continuously innovating and delivering better energy solutions that bring value to its cherished customers. Introducing a new addition to the Total Quartz range, the Quartz 9000 Future GF5 0W20, a fully synthetic fuel economy engine oil, specially formulated with age resistant technology for the latest generation engines that require 0W20 or a viscosity grade in its class. The Quartz 9000 Future GF50W-20 reduces your fuel consumption, increases your oil change interval, ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness, protects emission control systems, and reduces the release of harmful emissions into the environment. Total Quartz 9000 Future GF50W-20 delivers beyond performance Total Quartz engine oil, Keep your engine younger for longer.
1: A lot things to do now. you shouldn't rely. And since he took your set of keys, you've been thinking that your fun is all
0: for you now. You shouldn't rely. Now you shouldn't rely. All right. Enyo Nam, Enyo Nam says, Good afternoon, boss. Enyo <laughs> Nam, know, I'm not your boss. <laughs> he says, please, someone offered me a Kia Morning diesel engine. Do small cars like that with diesel engines have any disadvantages okay so um let me let me um give you some information about engines yes um cars are designed for so many different purposes okay um petrol engine diesel engine they all have their advantages and disadvantages diesel engines usually um are designed to do heavy work petrol engines usually are designed to go very fast that that is that that is the underlining rule okay um for a small car like a kia morning with a diesel engine um well it will depend on the specifications that um the the designers of the car set for themselves but most probably i can make an educated guess and see that wherever you got that car from probably a was set up to be used for um industrial or um heavy duty use although it is a small car so there are whole of advantages to it um they are cheaper to run because diesel in ghana is a bit cheaper than petrol so they are cheaper to run um when they are idling they don't consume that much they consume almost negligible fuel when they are idling so that's another advantage of a diesel engine um disadvantages um they are not that important things like the they, they have a they, the noise the engine makes sometimes can be a bit um annoying um sometimes also when not very well cared for they can give out very dark fumes, which sometimes can also be annoying. But I think that uh, uh, it's a good car. And I'm sure if it is well um, maintained, you can enjoy that small diesel care morning. Thank you, know for your question. I hope this helps. Okay. To our email questions. Um, this one came in from Stryker at Spintex. Stryker. At SpinTech, he says, "Can a table charger be removed from a car if not desired by the owner, since it adds too much complication when it comes to repairs and maintenance?" Can a table charger be removed? So, if you have a table charger, if you have a car that is table charged, can you just get rid of the table charger, and, um, and so that? the the maintenance and then repairs can be simplified. Um, theoretically, yes. But you have to n- understand that charges are there for a reason. Now, cars, like human beings, um, I mean, human beings, we take in oxygen and give give out um, um, carbon dioxide. Um, cars take in air and fuel and burn them to produce energy and give out um, smoke, some kind of smoke. Um, as uh, emissions um, as out of the exhaust that's what we give the car gives out now whatever happens at the beginning of the cycle affects what happens at the end so n- for most cars non table cars um, what happens is that the when the engine turns over it creates a sucking effect in the airbox and it takes in air And that air is bent in the combustion chambers of the engine and it gives out the exhaust, um, the smoke that comes out of the exhaust. Um, For a turbocharger, a turbocharger is very similar to what we call a supercharger. Supercharger and turbochargers, they are all what we refer to as forced induction, forced induction engines. Now, what happens is that. They will suck the air at very high speed. And when you have air coming into the engine at high speed, you put in the required fuel. It is able to produce more power and also burn the petrol or diesel more efficiently and give out exhaust fumes. Now, what the difference between the turbocharger and the supercharger is that the turbocharger uses the exhaust fumes that are going out of the car it channels them and uses them to spin what we call the turbo okay so it spins the turbo and the turbo the 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 fans in the turbo suck the air at very high speed and when petrol is added and the ignition takes place it gives out a lot of power before eventually the the exhaust smoke goes out of the tailpipe with a supercharger you have a a, a device that is that has uh, a belt that is turned round by the crank on your car so when the crank spins it spins the supercharger and it also um sucking more air and produce more power so i mean basically when you talk about force induction you are talking about Power and efficiency, that is what they are basically designed for. So the advantage of our modern um, turbocharged and supercharged cars, um, you, uh, as uh, especially our turbocharged cars, is that they are very, very full economic. At the same time, they provide you very, very decent power. Um, advantage is the efficiency um, to get rid of the turbo, to get rid of the turbo. It's a bit complicated. It is possible, but complicated. You have to understand that modern cars are run by a computer we refer to as an ECU, an ECU. Um, If the ECU is a computer that runs the car, electronic control unit or ECM, electronic control module. Now, if you get rid of the turbocharger, it means that you have to change the programming on that ECU or ECM which is not an easy thing to do because you you need to know how to program your car very very complicated then also um the turbocharger has um is connected to the exhaust manifold the exhaust manifold if you remove the turbocharger you're going to have a hole there how do you seal the hole it is the whole system is optimized to work together perfectly so when you get rid of the turbocharger how do you make the manifold the exhaust manifold work in an optimized way to make sure your car um your car does not waste um, um fuel or your car does not smoke there are so many things that can go wrong so i think that if you don't want a table car don't just don't buy a table car probably you can sell your car which i know you get good value for your car and just buy a very very simple basic car they all have their advantages and disadvantages um so um um, strike i hope this one helps okay i have two questions on um, on whatsapp it says <clears throat> i use a honda crv table there are reviews on it as specifically on oil dilution and i understand that this is when the fuel finds its way into the cylinder then gets into the oil and dilute it as a result i want to find out how best i can manage this anomaly to keep my car for a longer period it's a 2017 model okay um this is an issue that i have looked a bit into because um <coughs> i happen to have a certain relationship with a certain honda so i looked a bit into it and i researched into it when um i first saw this thing trending on the on the on the internet now when we talk about oil dilution there are so many different kinds of oil dilutions or sometimes they refer to it as oil contamination but specifically to this honda engine it's um most of our modern cars use what we call a direct injection engine so what happens is that for the cars that are not direct injection the fuel is not dumped into the cylinders directly the fuel is dumped into what we call the inlet port so the inlet the, the valves open and the fuel and the air goes through that place before it gets into um, the engine it is a very good way of running a car but it also has its own advantages and disadvantage one disadvantage is that the cars with which are not direct injection are not as efficient or uh, fuel economic as the direct injection. So you have a lot of new petrol engine cars that are direct um, injected. Now, the disadvantage or one of the features of a direct um, injection engine is that they all uh, have, uh, the, the when they inject the fuel into the combustion chambers, um, sometimes depending on the temperatures within the t- chamber some of the fuel can get evaporate and get mixed up with the evaporated oil which eventually will settle at the bottom of the engine the part that is referred to as the crankcase now um, usually it is a negligible amount of fuel so um, it doesn't really matter with time you get to change your oil and and but People are saying that in places where you have very cold temperatures, if you run the car for a very short time, it doesn't come up to a high enough temperature to make the fuel turn into that gas and get mixed up into the oil for it to go into the crankcase. So when it gets into the crankcase, it doesn't get bent off. So you have a lot of liquid fuel mixing up with the oil, increasing your oil level and sometimes it's so bad that even whilst you are driving your car, the inside of your car smells like fuel. Um, It is not so much of a problem in countries where you have higher temperatures like Ghana. And also if you are somebody that drives your car for longer distances, most of the time also, you you are certainly not going to have a problem with this. But it is still something that you have to be aware of and keep an eye. So what you do is that always keep an eye on your oil level so check your oil level that you have a dipstick um, that you can use if you don't know consult your honest man or find out where your dipstick is find out where the gauge on your dipstick is make sure you understand exactly what it does if the oil level goes too high it means that it, and, and it smells a lot like petrol it means that it is contaminated you need to go and change your oil um, what people advise for um, owners of such engines to do is that um, don't stick to the manufacturer's recommended fuel change intervals. You can change your oil change intervals much more frequently. So if, it, if the car says, OK, change it every three months, don't wait to that three months, just change it a bit earlier, let's see half of that. Um, what I've realized is that some of the cars that have this issue um, They have recalibrated the the maintenance um, lights such that they ask for oil change much more often. So if you are following that um, regime, I believe that you you will be okay. So just um, they are very good cars. You just have to keep an open eye and you shouldn't worry. Uh, um, Education and information is the key. So get that and I'm sure you can enjoy your car very well. All the best. Um, Another (coughs) WhatsApp question. It says, um, hello, sir. I'm using a Nissan Kashkai, excellent car. I was advised to use unleaded fuel, even though it's perfect using it. I want to find out what will happen if I use normal petrol from Total. The ones are coming directly, okay. All right, okay, <clears throat> okay. So, um, I don't think that um, if we have any other kind of fuel, all the fuel that. Um, are sold on the market in ghana here are all unleaded fuel um leaded fuel is it's it's old technology so i mean we've done using that so many 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 years ago so um you are not allowed to sell leaded fuel in this country all the fuel we have in ghana are all unleaded fuel or unleaded petrol the only thing is that um different um manufacturers have different additives that um, supposed to have cleaning qualities and other things that um, give you better performance and also um, give your car engine longevity, like um, what we have at Total. So, um, if you are buying any fuel at all from Total, um, be rest assured that you are getting the very best that your car deserves. Kashkai is a very good car and you deserve the best fuel. Um, so, you can go to Total and get your fuel, and you should be okay. All right. <clears throat> Um more questions more questions that is just in getting very interesting. He says good evening. Please I have a Ford Fiesta um a 2011 model with less than uh 1 month and it's overheating. Please can you help me out? Um okay. So 2011 which means the car um it's not brand new. Uh, I don't know if you bought it home used. Um a car that is 1 month old. Um, okay so you're the second user so definitely it's not one month old but it's overheating okay can you help me out the information you've given is a bit scanty because so many things can cause overheating now if your radiator is leaking you can have overheating if your car is not running in the best um, ranges that it needs to run it can also um, cause overheating if your the tubes that link to your um, radiator um, if they are also worn out can also cause overheating if um, you did not fill the radiator with the right kind of um, radiator coolant it can also cause that if the if the engine suck if if the radiator sucked in air um, if you have air in the system it can also um, cause to have overheating so all these things are, are things that um uh are, are, are things that you need to check so please um take your car to somebody who is very well qualified and i'm sure um they can help you out um overheating uh, can can kill your engine within minutes so please be very very careful with your sweet honda um sorry sweet ford fiesta okay and um, you enjoy it okay um <clears throat> Good. It says, um, hello, auto show team. I have a Honda Civic 2014, but the check emission system always comes on when I start the car and it stays on the dashboard but doesn't blink. I also get check tire pressure, although I have changed all tires. Kindly advise. Okay, so um, you have two questions in one. Number one, you have a problem with your emission systems. Um <coughs> One thing I've realized um, is that um, a, a lot of mechanics in Ghana do not understand what it means by emission systems. Um, emission systems are very, very, very important. The other day, we were talking about filling f- your car with fuel. Sometimes you have people filling the car and they fill it so much, the thing gets full and they rack the car and put more fuel into it. Um, all those things have a way of affecting your, your um emission system the emissions is the harmful chemicals that come from um, your exhaust fumes that is what is referred to as emissions now the car has systems built into it that are able to reduce the amount of emissions that come out of your exhaust Always, there will be a certain amount of um, emissions or dangerous chemicals coming from the exhaust pipe of your car, but um, the emission system will check it and make sure it is it is far below the um, ac- accepted uh, acceptable limits. Um, if the car realizes that, or if any of the emission uh, components of emission systems um, are off, it will give you that light. Um, One, we have the catalytic converter. If the catalytic converter is old um, and it's out of spec, it will give you the check emissions light. If the charcoal canister, the charcoal canister is usually around where you have your fuel tank. Now, the fuel, the the gaseous fuel petrol um, goes through the charcoal canister and it reduces the harmful chemicals in it before it is released into the atmosphere. So it doesn't um, um, break down our uh, environment and cause d- um, different kinds of um, diseases. So you need to get your system checked by a very well <coughs> qualified technician. Also, your second question, it says, um, check tire pressure warning, like, um, it's called tire pressure Um, monitoring system TPMS now what happens is that for most of our modern cars you have sensors in the in the tires they are usually around where you fill your your the air into your your tire they are not just ordinary tubes that you are just filling the air into there is a sensor in there and it's able to check when the pressure in the tire goes below a certain level or goes above a certain level. Now, if it is giving a warning that um, there's something wrong, but you have checked your tires and your tires are okay, um, there, there are two things that can. Be. Number one, either the sensors themselves are not working properly. Two. Um, They're not working properly, which means that either they are malfunctioning or they've been taken out. Um, I don't know. Sometimes if you are not careful, you take your car tire to be fixed by some wayside um, mechanic. Sometimes they can break the sensors. Sometimes they can mistakenly take them out and they don't know what to do with it. So you have to get that. Then number two, tires. There there are certain things you have to do, okay, with some controls on your car. To sync them, to make the sensors talk to your car and give it the correct parameters. If that has not been done, also the light will come on. So um, please um, consult your um, your owner's manual, your Honda Civic 2014 owner's manual. It will tell you how to sync. I think a 2014 has uh, the one that's the one with the screen, the touch screen. I think if you go into the settings, there is um, there is an option to to um, calibrate that's what it says calibrate the tpms that is type pressure warning system and um, it will give you some instructions to do and after a while you see that the light will go off okay i hope that helps you okay we have another um what's message it says hi my Peugeot 407 407 runs smoothly but when i stop at the red the rpm moves up and down then the engine eventually goes off what could be the reason for that jb from spintech so um jb um you didn't state if your check engine light is on i presume it will be because um if you're having that issue there are certain sensors that are causing that to do that and most probably by all means uh, the check engine light has to be on if it's not on then there's something wrong with with your system, okay. So, um, most of it can be crank position sensor, it can be fouling fuel inject- injectors, uh, it can be bad um, spark plugs. Um, so, please take your car to um, a technician, let them do a diagnosis scan on your car, and um, I'm sure you'll find the exact culprit and it will be solved. Enjoy your Peugeot okay.
1: Since
0: he took your set of keys, you've been thinking that your fun is all, all right it's been a great session we still have some questions coming in we have a few minutes left to go um uh, this gentleman says the difference what's the difference between an independent hydraulic suspension like in a Nissan Patrol v8 and the double wishbone bar like in the Toyota v8 okay suspensions you are talking suspension systems okay all right so um what you didn't state is whether you are referring to the front or the back of the car now um, there are two different kinds of uh, suspension there are so many different kinds of suspension systems depending on what the car is designed to do the cars you have mentioned are both um suvs um cars that um, are heavy and they have the ability to go off road um i believe that um Hydraulic usually, um, hydraulic system suspension usually means that the shock absorbers are of the hydraulic type, okay? Of the hydraulic type is... I don't understand what you mean, but the wishbone refers to the kind of suspension, but it doesn't make reference to what kind of shock absorber your Toyota V8 is using, which uh, makes it a bit difficult to answer your question. But basically... If the suspension is hydraulic, um, on a Nissan Patrol probably is a combination of um, the shock absorber which is um, hydraulic, you can also have a shock absorber which is pneumatic, has air in it, those ones you can make them go up, you can make them come down and sometimes when you are driving on a rough road, those ones really get the car to move very very um, planted and very very flat. The hydraulic ones are a bit more springy, especially when they are paired up with um, the leaf spring system. So, um, but I know that Nissan Patrol and uh, Toyota V8, you can get both of them with air suspension, and you can also get them with um, hydraulic suspension. So, um, depending on what the car is designed to do, and what you have on the car the qualities of the ride will be different will be different but when you have very very rough terrain and you are going to be driving on them very very often um, i will go with the hydraulic suspension because it can cope with it it, it it has the longevity to go with the rough although your ride will not be as comfortable as the pneumatic or air suspension i hope um your question is answered all right um we have more questions but um, we've run out of, okay, we'll take one more, um, we'll take one more question and um, we will be out of here. Um, this is from Ash P, from Taifa. Now, Ash says, I have a BMW 3, 3 CBs. I bought this car because I like the way the engine sounds. Unfortunately, mine sounded good, but wasn't loud enough which is something i really really like i went to my mechanic to make it loud but he refused with the excuse that it will weaken my engine and also make my car consume a lot of fuel is this true okay ashby um yeah it is true um it is uh, more so if you you're you see, the car, the engine or the powertrain of your car is optimized to work in a particular way, and anything that you do to it without properly considering the component, and probably making changes to the control system, the computerized control system of your car, will cause the car to run in a way that um, you will not really, really enjoy. Either it will be, it will consume a lot of fuel, and it will weaken, eventually weaken your car. Um, so um, if you really really want that then either you go and buy a very, very expensive well designed aftermarket sports exhaust which will give you the growling sound um, which is within spec and also it has all the necessary catalytic converters and the sensors to make it run perfectly uh, otherwise um, you're better off sticking to your car or going to get a different car I hope this helps HP. Um, Right, um the Open Garage on the Auto Show 97.3 was brought to you by Total. We've had a wonderful show. I've been Eddie Poku, your host here with Godfrey, um, producing and doing all the technical production for, for me. I hope you enjoy the show too. All the best. Bye-bye.
1: Well, she got her daddy's car and she cruised the hamburger stand now. Seems she forgot all about the library like she told her old man with the radio blast and goes cruising just as fast as she can now. And she'll have fun, 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 fun till her daddy takes a t away. Fun, 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 till daddy takes the well, away. It well, with like a <laughs>